and welcome to No Refunds. We are a nonsensical ramblings podcast. We are here to talk about everything geeky, uh, all the news, all the video games, movies, TV shows, everything in between. Um, my name is Dwight, and joining me today is... <laughs> Tiffany. I have the giggles today, I'm sorry. And... <laughs> A laughing machine whose name tends to be Alex. Okay. Uh, this is like the fifth time we've restarted because uh, technical difficulties. We don't have our issues. I'm a big dummy today. dummy in my head. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, live action movies that are based off of animated movies. And we're going to have a top 10 list that we all put together at the end of the episode. But before we begin, um, what have you guys been doing? Tiffany, have you been up to anything? I deflect. You deflect. I deflect to Alex. <laughs> okay. Alex, have you been up to anything? Um, I'm not sure where to start. Um, last weekend, I went to New York City and I saw a couple plays. Plays? Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. What plays? The Crucible and oh. uh, Finding Neverland. Okay. I love um, The Crucible. So, how was The Crucible? <gasps> the Crucible was amazing. Oh. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was. It's a limited engagement run. Oh, cool! So it it has a bunch of like stars, like big name actors. Big names. It had Saoirse Ronan and Ben Wishaw and Kieran Hines. You say big name actors, and I've never heard of. Any <laughs> I was of these just going to say the same. I'm thing. sure they're important. But. Well, you haven't seen well, any of the movies Ben Wishaw's been in. What would I know them from? Yeah, uh, Ben Wishaw was in Cloud Atlas and the new James Bond movies. Okay. And a couple other things. That oh, that's I, right. We talked about that briefly. We talked, I've yeah. seen one new James Bond movie. And, and it's, it's the one he's one. not in. Yeah. Um, Kieran Hines, you would know if you saw him. He was uh, Mance Raider, the, the king oh, of the wall. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was also in like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. And uh, he was in the new Harry Potter movies. He was Aberforth Dumbledore. Okay. Really? Yeah. Huh. He was really big as Aberforth. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They, he wasn't big he, as Mance. So that's yeah. He's a little. Uh, th- yeah. That's good makeup. Um, and then Saoirse Ronan was Hannah. Did you see Hannah? Montana? No. Hannah. The movie. I've heard of it. About the uh, assassin girl. And she was also in Brooklyn. Nine-Nine? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> the movie. Nope. They're all stars. Okay. I, I believe okay. you. I, I haven't heard of them. And it was just like, it was really, really well on the um set direction and the lighting were like phenomenal and the acting was all like perfect it was just it was just so good okay was it better or worse than my high school production of the crucible (laughs) oh yeah where i played john Mm. it was um man i don't know how to say this but uh on par it was a Yeah, yeah, on par. Let's <laughs> okay. go. Let's go with that. Nice. Because it is my name. Because it is my life. I freaking love the Crucible. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It, it was so, so good. I I loved it. I really enjoyed that show. Uh, I liked doing it, and I feel like seeing it live with a actual cast would be really interesting. Yeah. I've only seen the movie with Daniel Day Lewis. Oh um, yeah, the movie's really, the movie's really good. good. Does it? How does it compare to that? Like, I so this stage version. It was. It was really interesting because they um set it all in one set the entire thing took place in one set and it was a classroom which was it was interesting that's weird it was really how how did they do the stuff with um like proctor and his wife so it all they did was they took out like a table and put like a pot with a fire underneath it and they were like okay this is their house nice um it was kind of you had to like 
use your imagination almost. But that's cool. But it makes sense what's going on. And then the the last act where it takes place like in the dungeons. Yep. Um, yeah. They had the the end of Act Three ended with like like a hurricane blowing a bunch of trash and oh it, that's cool. It made it they made it look like one of the the lights from the ceiling fell. And then the third act, fourth act was actually lit by that light that was on the ground that fell. Oh, that's fell. awesome. That's a really cool idea. And then, like, gradually through act four, you see, like, off, an offstage light is starting to, like, slowly brighten because it's supposed to be the sun coming yeah. up. And it's part it, of that and when act. the sun comes up. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Parker dies. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it, was, it was just really well done. I, I absolutely loved it. I nice. Was, wow. That's awesome. Very that sounds pleased. really cool. Uh, uh, and you saw Finding Neverland, Finding where, Neverland. Uh, with Johnny Depp, and that's all I know about that. <laughs> and Kate Winslet, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I know about that, too. Yeah. I think my, my sister and mother actually saw that as well, and they said it was really good. Yeah, it was really good. I, I um, It's a musical I'm not super familiar with. Um, it's a musical? Yes. Okay. So, Is that the one that's about them writing Peter Pan? Yeah, so okay. it's about J.M. Barry. Yeah. And the family he meets that inspires him to write Peter Pan. And um, so this is a musical I'm not super – I wasn't super familiar with. So going into it, I tried like, you know, listening to the the soundtrack beforehand to, to, to kind of, you know, familiarize with myself with the music first and then go see it. And um, I wasn't a huge fan of one specific guy in the cast who just happened to be the lead. Okay. Uh, so I was like, oh, man, I'm not super excited. And then, like, the day before we saw the show, my friend was like, oh, yeah, this guy's playing J.M. Barry. Oh, that's always and nice. I, and yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And the guy playing J.M. Barry is Alfie Bo, who was um, Jean Valjean in the 25th anniversary <gasps> cast. Oh. And okay. I really I really liked him when he played Jean Valjean in Les Mis. And so I got really excited. And he was phenomenal. I... He, was he, it like a one night engagement type of thing? No, for him, no. He's been he he's just... been playing um, J.M. Barry for a while oh, okay. now. I just didn't know. Like I, oh, I like oh, I didn't. You thought you thought the cast had. I didn't look. I, I didn't look into it. I, I assumed <laughs> like once the original cast leaves, usually mm-hmm. you don't get like big names Excluded, like that. Yeah. Um, well. I remember when they were doing um, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. They had a lot of big names come yeah. through as Hedwig. Yeah. Um, so I guess it, for a, not a lesser known show, but not right. as famous or popular. Yeah, one. but um, Alfie Bell was fun- phenomenal. Uh, like I, I went, I've gone back and listened to the recording since and I, I just can't listen to it now because like Cause it's not. if it's not Alfie Bell, I don't want to listen to it. But um, it was really Jean good. Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean. Oh. Jean Valjean, as I like to call it. In Less Miserables. Okay. I have a question um, regarding the, the plays that you saw. Because when you told me you were going to New York and you said, oh, so I'm reading The Crucible. Like, now I've been in plays for a good majority of my life. And but I've never considered myself like a theater viewer. Before you go into these, do you have to do this type of research to fully enjoy it? Like, I feel like if you know... Like, cause if you know the show front to back, like most of the people who enjoy theater tend to do. Right. Is that like a requirement for these things? Like you said, cause you said you had to listen to the soundtrack so that way you know. Right. Um, I don't think it's a requirement. And I think that most people would be fine just going in mm-hmm. and not knowing anything. But I'm one of those people that likes to, especially with like the Crucible, because it's an old play. Yeah. 
Arthur I, Miller, right? I yeah, Arthur Miller. I wanted to see. I wanted to be make sure I was familiar with everything to see exactly what they're changing to try. Like, why did they feel like they needed to revive this play? Like, mm-hmm. what are they going to put on the stage that's going to make this different? Hmm. And that's like familiarizing myself with the original show made it so when I go in and I'm like, okay, that's cool, that's cool. That like, makes sense. It makes me mm-hmm. be able to pick out those cooler things easily. <laughs> With a new show, like when I saw Finding Neverland, I didn't need to listen to the music beforehand. Yeah. I just decided to. That makes I, sense. Well, I think that the reason I bring that up as well is because I've seen um, the musical Hamilton recently has been blowing up and everyone's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, what is that? I have no ha- idea Hamilton what that is. Hamilton is, it's a, it's a musical, it's a rap musical about Alexander Hamilton, okay. who's one of the founding fathers. Yep. He never yep. became president. He was the one who was killed in the, the yeah, he was, uh, in him the and duel. Aaron, him and Aaron Burr had a duel. Yes. Aaron Burr was the yes, vice yes, president yes. at the time, I believe. Yeah. And um, so the, he was killed by yep. the vice president. Yep. They had a duel behind the White House yep. or something like yep. that. It was. It was in Washington D.C. Yeah. No, yeah. it wasn't. It was like across the border yeah. because like they they couldn't do it in yeah. D.C. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. That. So I know that. But, his, um, history. So it's all about like him coming to America and oh. uh, rising up in the in politics, done in rap, and apparently okay. it's fantastic. But like everyone's been like talking about oh the the soundtrack the soundtrack this yeah. is amazing. So I just wonder if like that's like a, a I don't know like a normal thing with with musicals like if you. Don't even if you haven't seen the show, you listen to the soundtrack a whole bunch. I don't well, even know what I'm trying to say I, right well, now. One one thing is, like listening to the soundtrack mm-hmm. helps me decide what shows I want to see. That's like a good point. if I like the music, I'm more prone to want to go and see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'll do. This one was kind of out of my hands because my friends wanted to see it, so it wasn't like I listened to a bunch of soundtracks and went, "This is the one I want to see." Mm-hmm. Um, which is more in line with what I would want to do. But um, in terms of like Hamilton, I've tried listening to it because I was like, oh, well, everybody likes it. Maybe I should go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely I find it unbearable and cannot, oh, really? cannot get through that music. That's it, fair. It's – well – I should put music in quotation marks. Uh, <laughs> Shots fired. Wow. <laughs> yes. Ha! <laughs> ha! That's funny. <laughs> nice. I like that. Very cool. So did you do anything else in uh, New York or anything like that? Um, we, you know, walked around, went to, you know, the Disney store, oh, Nintendo fun. store, Lego store. Um, oh, we, yeah. We went to... Um, did you bring my action figure yeah, today? Yeah, it's in my car. Nice. Um, Funny story about that. I went to Toys R Us yesterday, and there was like three of them on the shelves. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was, <laughs> uh, Alex got me, I picked up a World of Nintendo uh, six-inch Ganondorf figure for me in New York, and I found them recently in... It's Toys not R Us, special. Is, not special it's not anymore. special anymore. It's not. I, I was like, I went in and I was like, oh, you know what? If I go in, I bet you I'll find something that I already have. And there it was. That's just, that's life. <laughs> um, but so we, you should take Alex's and you should just burn it. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. I didn't buy the other one. No, I know, <laughs> but it's not special. Alex's oh, isn't special anymore. Um, but we, uh, we also went to a uh, Star Wars exhibit. In New York City, okay, that um, it was all about the costumes of Star Wars. Oh, cool! So it had all these costumes, and it showed or talked about, like it had blurbs from like George Lucas and directors about, you know, why this costume was made this way, why, what the inspiration for each costume was. Were and they like that's cool? Were they 
original trilogy or so it was a little bit of everything um there was very little of episode seven there was one room that had like six costumes from sounds like a lot though for episode seven it's not when one room (laughs) well one room of six costumes whereas like the entire exhibit was like 50 costumes that covered like the original and the prequels and there were Two rooms dedicated to Padme's. Yeah, costumes. I was just gonna ask that because <laughs> those prequels are terrible. But, but her, her costumes. costumes are, oh my yeah. god! Did they have the one Amazing. with the little light balls on the bottom of the dress? Yes, that one was like it's all, the only thing I remember. She from had Phantom a Menace. car battery underneath her costume <gasps> that oh lit god. those insane. those lights. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it, that was a wow. really cool exhibit. I I really enjoyed that. Um, there was a lot of reading to be done, and you know. But that's wow. still like, enjoyable. A couple of years ago, Tiffany and I went to the Boston Museum of Science and they had a Star Wars exhibit. By a couple of years ago, you mean in 2006. So 10 so years a decade ago. ago. A decade oh, ago. Geez, yeah, okay. Legitimately a decade ago. A long time ago. <laughs> uh, t- a long time ago in a galaxy right here. Uh, Tiffany and I went. That's right. Oh my God. It was yeah, at the was Museum of Science in Boston. Yeah, it was freshman year of yep, college. Yep, a freshman year of college. And it was oh, it was more God. about the science. So they talked more about the land speeder how, and all that How old kind of do stuff. you feel right now? <laughs> very, very. Time is a straight line and we deal with it. It's, not, it's more of it's, a big ball of yeah, wibbly, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. And when the doctor Just comes, stuff. then I'll believe that. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, anything else been going on? Um, I watched a movie recently a called Mister Right. It it was um an interesting release because they released it in theaters and VOD the same day. That's been happening a lot more recently. Yeah, so it it has um Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick. Oh, okay, and. Okay. Tim Roth, um, and it's about this hitman who meets a girl, and it's like a comedy about how he's trying. People are trying to kill him while he's trying to like date this girl. It, womp it, womp. it was fine. Yeah. It was pretty silly. Eh. Nice. That's the only movie I think I've seen recently. Recommend? Thumbs up? Thumbs down? Uh, thumb in the middle. Middle. Like, fair enough. Didn't feel like a waste of my time, but it wasn't particularly good. <laughs> Okay. Good to know. So, Tiffany, have you thought of anything that you want to talk about? Speaking of a waste of time. Oh, good. There we go. Yeah, that's a good segue. Nice segue. Um, Oh, God. I can't believe I'm even going to admit that I watched this movie. Anchorman 2. The, the the legend continues the legend or whatever. Continues, I think, is the, the oh my god! So what made you decide to watch um, this cinematic masterpiece? Um, well, it was last weekend. I came home. I wasn't feeling great, and I was like, eh, "I'm gonna go flip around Hulu and see what's on there." I'm like, "Oh, I love oh I love the first Anchorman. I love Will Ferrell. I'm one of those, you know, for all those like kind of more pretentiousy kind of things. I'm like, I love Will Ferrell. I love all of that stupid humor." So I had never seen the second one, so I'm like, eh, let's give this a watch. And, you know, it was good for five to ten minutes. <laughs> and then it just became unwatchable, but I watched it like I couldn't look away from it. It it was kind of a train wreck. Then there was a, sh- there was a shark, and they sang a song about a shark, and then they did the same thing they did in the first movie, and there was all these cameos, and they had a big fight. Like, it just seemed like they were recycling everything from the first movie that made the first movie good and funny, and but there was no story. The, like, the plot was just... 
And now we're here, and now we're here, and now we're here, and now we're here, and now we have a shark baby, and now we're going to do a fight in the end. Then he was blind. And and then then he was blind. I don't don't remember any of this. Yeah, you said you liked it. (laughs) Maybe that's why I liked it, because I forgot about it. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want to, like, be, I don't know, just, like, how, how intoxicated were these people who wrote this movie I, how pro- high were you to to think this was funny like it just very but yeah. also I, I was talking to you about this oh like, yeah, yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure the director only made this movie so that way they could make um uh what was the the movie that spotlight spotlight yep so he can yep. make spotlight i think it was spotlight the big short the big short, the big short. It, it was, sorry was, you thought like, it was spotlight was like, it's like, the big no, short yep, it, it was one of those big, two the big like, short like yeah. he made this movie for Fox or whoever, so that way they could make um, the big, big show would get the funding for the big short. Yeah. But just why? And Alex, you said you was okay, but you also say now that you don't remember a lot of it. Yeah, I don't remember much of it. I remember it being fine. Ugh. It was kind of it was a train wreck. Is is the best description for it? Like uh, the plot moved at a breakneck speed. There was no uh, rhyme or reason for things. Things just happened, happened. to yeah. the characters. Like there was no like. Which is fine because you know that's off. that's that style of movie and stuff. But the first Anchorman kind of had like this like plot for the whole movie. It was like, and it, and it kind of had those like women in the news field kind of themes, and it kind of <laughs> felt it was funny, but it still had some kind of spine to it, some kind of backbone, some kind of plot reason for it. This was just like, do do do. Oh hey, joke joke joke. Now we have a shark. Now we have a fight scene. Now we have um, what's his name? James Marsden is the villain yeah. Yeah. for some reason, and we have Kristen Wiig falling in love with Steve Carell, yeah. and then it's kind of like, and yeah. we're the, done. Pl- the plot wasn't the reason I I thought it was it bearable. Was the gags I, th- I thought that the gags were pretty funny. See, and I didn't. Mm. I just it just fell flat. I'm like, you can't like I don't know. I'm so, not a big fan of those I, type of movies, anyways. Or yeah. that I wasn't. I didn't like Anchorman one, so I which I, is which I don't understand and. I, well, it was ruined for me. <laughs> I, but uh, yeah, partially I, I casually watched this one with Tiffany, and it was not very good. <laughs> it was bad. So I just can't believe I did that to myself. So, so that's what you did. Yeah, what did you do? Well, yeah, what have you been up to, Dwight? I've been up to a couple of things, actually. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, this kind of piggybacks on our uh, binge-watching conversation that we had a while ago, because I binge-watched the first season of Fargo recently. Oh, nice. Uh, what you, would you think of it? I, okay, I am not that big a fan of the Coen brothers in general. I've seen eh, five of their movies, maybe, and I just haven't been super captured by the majority of them. But I really liked Fargo. Fargo was very good. Um, so I thought I'd give the, the TV show a try. And because TV is like in like this crazy, awesome spot right now yeah. where the majority of it is fantastic. Yeah. And I really liked Fargo. I thought it was great. I loved the characters. Like all the actors were fantastic. Oh, Martin yeah. Freeman and Billy Bob Thornton were, so, it was so much fun to watch them interact. Yep. Um, I really liked uh, Colin Farrell. Not Colin Farrell. Colin, Colin, Colin Hanks. Hanks. Colin Hanks. <laughs> Will, we're just talking, we were just talking Will Farrell. Uh, Colin, Colin Hanks. Um, he, I think he was the most fascinating character to me because his arc um, was the one that I was rooting for the most yep. easily. Because um, everyone else seemed pretty ground. All the other you know, good characters seemed pretty grounded. But he was the one that started off in like a, a sad place and ended up good. Right. Um, I don't remember. Uh, David, David Car- Keith Carradine. Keith Carradine. Yeah. 
Uh, he was fine. Keenan. And I don't remember and the name his of daughter. the... I don't remember that, that girl. She was in Krampus. Yeah, I, that. I can't remember her the actress's name. Yeah, uh, I know Molly's name Mo- of the yeah. character, but she Molly. was that, that, she was really good. Um, and I really enjoyed the story that it was telling, and it, it felt like the movie a lot um, in that, like, the all the character types fit into what the the original movie had. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I I watched it when it aired on TV. Mm-hmm. Um I thought it was phenomenal. I really liked the the feel of it in general. Like it really captured that dark comedy feel yeah. that the movie has. Um and it didn't lean too heavily on the fact that it was tied to the movie, but it I wasn't it, expecting it to be as tight as it was. Exactly. Like when, when that yep. came up, I was shocked. I don't know how much we want to talk about spoilers. It's, uh, been, yeah, over, we, it's we, been over a year. We don't need to spoil years. it. Okay. But, but when it ties into the movie, it's really interesting, but it, but it doesn't lean so hard on it. Mm-hmm. And you can see that certain characters are supposed to be like the characters oh, from yeah. the movie. It, it, but, it's, like, but, it's, it's basically but they, one-to-one. But they connection. aren't the exact same. That yeah. they, They're a little more fleshed out and oh, yeah. slightly different. But they follow the same archetypes. Yep. Like uh, Martin Freeman is the William H. Macy character. Yep. Um, Molly is the uh, uh, Francis McDormand. McDormand character. Yep. And like there are other characters around yep. them that are similar. Like Billy Bob Thornton is the um, the two, the two the, hitmen. Uh, uh, Steve Buscemi, Buscemi and, and um, Peter Stormare. Yep. He's basically them combined. Like So like all the elements are there, but so it felt like a natural extension of it, yep. but it felt different enough that it would be great. And I'm really excited to see season two when I do because I I know what it's about, which is awesome because the first season set it up perfectly. Yep. So I'm super pumped about that because it's, it's not a continuation. It's actually a flashback season. Yes. Which is super cool. There was a couple of things that stuck out to me as um, – they felt a little off, specifically – there's a couple of stuff, things that Billy Bob Thornton's character does that felt almost cartoony and like just over the top. Yep. Like when he was going through that building, um, oh, yeah. and there was the, like, it was an outside shot of the building that felt, cause what you could, you didn't see what he was doing in the building, but you could hear it. And yep. it was maybe very violent and maybe very shocking and graphic. But, and it just felt like over the top cartoon. Like how can this one guy yeah. be doing all of this? I, I felt like that was played for comedy. You're pro- yeah, you're probably and that's, right. That's why well, it was yeah. done that way. And that's right. That's, uh, and Key and Peel are in it too, yeah. and they were sitting outside at that point. They're, they're, the two cops looking for him are sitting outside, like oh. he just walks in. Yeah, and he walks in. I, I felt like that was all played for comedy, and I really enjoyed that. Yes, uh, man. Yeah, I can't speak highly enough about Fargo. Fargo was good. If anyone hasn't seen it. They should. It's me. I'm very silent during this because I haven't seen it, and I don't know if I really am interested. I would 100% recommend, if anyone's going to watch it, watch the movie first. It does tie in. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Which, like I said, I was shocked that it did. Like It was really, really cool. And I, I love the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. So. It's a good movie. Yeah. I also am not a Coen Brothers fan like at all. Yeah. So I, it's hard like, for me to like have to sit down and, and – Watch it. I just don't get. I just don't get their movies. I really don't. I know that's kind of like, oh, the Cobra. I like. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. Uh, they're. Uh, it's it's different. It's not my style. I'm not of a big fan writing of writing and directing but... and yeah. I'm not for it. I enjoyed Barton Fink. I love. Barton yeah, that's Fink. the one that you said I would probably like because it's about it. it's, it's old about Hollywood old Hollywood and stuff, it's very yeah. metaphorical. Mm-hmm. And John Goodman's in it. And <laughs> Spe- speaking of 
uh, Coen Brothers. I saw Hail Caesar recently. Is that any good? I totally forgot that. I just oh. I saw it. I, I heard mixed things on that. I heard it was either great Coen Brothers it was or fine. a bad movie. Like it was, it was fine. Hmm. Yeah. Better than because the other one that we saw was Burn After, Burn Reading, After Reading. We did not like that. No. Um, oh well, I love Burn After Reading. Oh. So. I would go ahead and say it's worse than that. Okay. Well, oh, so definitely, not. and it sucked because I actually because I love that old Hollywood stuff. So that's why I was like, oh well, man, maybe, maybe this will maybe be the movie. Like Hail Caesar because it's the whole old Hollywood stuff. It's very old. But I heard it was poop. <laughs> it's the only bad. way. I, like that's what I just. It just was. It wasn't total garbage, but it was kind of just poop. Oh, well, I guess that's, that's my way. Of, that's my way of breaking it. I guess. I, I like your your sliding scale there. Poop. <laughs> it's a very good scale. Yep. Poop. Total poop. Not poop. Trubbish. Baby poop. Trubbish. Trubbish. Uh, <laughs> callbacks. Um, <laughs> So other than that, I've also recently downloaded uh, and played the new demo for Final Fantasy XV, which is coming out later this year. And wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Some some background. I used to be used to be a big Final Fantasy fan. I played Final Fantasy two and Final Fantasy three on the Super Nintendo four and six. I know. Um, and I was really, really into those two games, and I played uh, some of the other earlier ones, uh, Final Fantasy 1. Uh, I played 5 a whole bunch. Uh, I've, I used to love Final Fantasies. It's what got me into RPGs in general. Yep. Um, and then around the time that the 3D ones started coming out, I abruptly fell off because I never had a PlayStation. I only had an N64 and then a GameCube, so I never got to play any of the 3D ones. Um, okay. I never had to play any of the 3D ones, and so it was only recently that I tried playing a couple of them, and it just didn't click for me. Mm-hmm. I tried 7, I tried 9, and they were fine, but I just couldn't get very far into them. And this one looks to be... Uh, I'm. This is the first Final Fantasy I've been excited for in years, and the demo was amazing. It was basically just a, a tech demo, more or less. Um, you walk through like a, a, a chasm... Chasm? Chasm. Chasm. Uh, you walk through a chasm. You walk through a uh, – you're in a – there's this other spot where you're in a giant room. The The premise is uh, you're the main character in a dream. And so, like, it's really kind of whimsical at right. points. And then it culminates with a giant boss fight uh, with you as your adult self. Um, but the, the way – what makes it really a tech demo is as you're walking through the these environments, which are beautifully rendered on the PlayStation 4 – um, there's these like plates that you can step on and they'll change the time of day and the weather effects. Oh, so you cool. can get this full dynamic view. Like, so you're like, Oh, I wonder what it looks like when it's sunset and raining. Yeah. Or I wonder what it looks like when it's uh, cloudy and the middle of the night. Like, it's really awesome. And it dynamically changes as you're watching it. There's like water effects. Um, my favorite segment was, um, there's a city that you can, like a little small city section that you yeah. can go to. And so like during the day it's normal, fine. Everything's uh, bright blue. You put it to night and everything's just glowing neon and, um, it's amazing. And then you use some, uh, they have some, uh, spells and yeah. one of them is, I don't know if you ever played old Final Fantasy games, yeah. but oh, yeah. you remember Medio? Medio is like the, oh, yeah. the big, uh, the big powerful spell. This one, it was, uh. Almost like these like glass marbles fell from the sky and they were glowing. So at night, oh, it looked beautiful. So cool. I am super excited for this game. When's it um, come out? 
September 20th. Okay. I think it's September. It's September uh, of this year, and it is going to be – it's the first Final Fantasy I've been excited for in a long time. So I'm really looking forward to it. Interesting. The combat system um, felt – I've only played a little bit of Kingdom Hearts, but I've heard it described Kingdom Hearts-esque. It's, it's um, real time. You're running around the battlefield. So it's oh. not like a turn-based type of thing. Okay. It's um, – so you, you can fully move around, and then like you hold a button, and your character will start swinging the sword – and you have on your um, directional pad, you can map uh, f- spells and uh, other types of weapons. So you can like put a, a light weapon to the up arrow and your slash, 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 and then you press right and then it'll switch over to your heavy weapon to finish. And so oh, it's nice. like a really fluid combat system. Oh, that's awesome. It was a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun just kind of like messing around with it. And the magic system works the same way. So like you'll be attacking, 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 and you can just switch into a, a fireball, throw right. it to your right, and uh, switch back to the guy you're fighting. Oh. It is going to be a blast. That sounds I, I cannot wait. I'm, I'm going to have to play it. Yeah, the the demo right now, like I said, it's for free. Uh, you can just download it on PlayStation. Uh, I don't know if it's on PC or I think it's... It might be on Xbox uh, One as well. Okay. But it's going to be a blast. I'm this game and No Man's Sky are the two I'm super excited I'm for right so now. I'm so excited for No Man's Sky. We're, we're playing that together. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be so I'm good. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised. Are, are you excited for the Final Fantasy VII 3D remake? I wasn't because I'm not a big Final Fantasy VII guy. If it's going to be anything like Final Fantasy XV, I very well may give okay. it a shot because okay. I know that they've changed combat systems. So has, has this gotten too. you more excited for it Final has, Fantasy VII? It has, which I wasn't excited for. Like I said, I wasn't that excited for. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about it because they're breaking it up into multiple segments, yeah. which is just, if you're giving us Final Fantasy XV, which I assume is going to be a giant game, why can't you just give us... Final Fantasy VII in the giant game, yeah. unless Final Fantasy XV is going to be really small, right? Compared to Final Fantasy XV, seven. Know. That's you know what I mean. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm following you. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. So how do you I, feel about that? Tiffany? I checked out of that completely. Yeah, I, saw, I, I saw you pull out your phone. I saw you not want to talk to us. I have. It's okay. No interest in Final Fantasy. So Other than the music. How about fantasy? Yeah, you were, you were listening to me play it, and you were like, wow, that the sounds really, is, really is, nice. Yeah, it's really beautiful, but I have zero interest in that. So, How, are things, how are things going in fantasy life, Tiffany? I have I it's house hunting right now. That's kind of – I'm doing like that adult stuff. So oh, I, I'm, oh. I'm doing adult life. I don't like you being an adult. Yeah, so I don't – I'm done talking. I anymore. haven't played yeah, – We've been adulting hard. I haven't played anything. I haven't – I've done my little – you know, my badge arcade on my 3DS every morning, and that's kind of it. I really haven't been I've also been doing playing. Anything. Uh, you know what else I've been playing? Um, now that um, Tiffany and I have been playing uh, Mi Tomo. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. How did we not talk about I that? That's the new <gasps> Nintendo, uh, like, app, basically. Yeah. It's not yeah. a game. It's more of a social experiment. I, Tiffany, I, do you want to talk I know about very that? little about um, this, so. I don't really... <laughs> Okay. Wait. Okay. Would you like to tell sure, me I'll about talk it? About no. It. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's. I don't really know how to describe it. It's so it, I'm probably not the best person to describe yeah, it's, it. It's weird. It's um like I said. It's not a game. It's more like an app. So it's basically like you. It's Nintendo's um, first mobile thing that they've come out with, and it's basically like a social media. Um, interaction mm-hmm. so you connect it to your facebook you connect it to your my nintendo account you can connect it to like twitter and i think that's it um and then you you get a group of you um connect with your friends and then so then you make your me and then basically it comes out and it asks you these questions and that's basically all that it is is you're answering these questions and it's like oh what's your favorite fruit or what's your favorite um 
color. And but then some of the th- some of the questions get really um, deep. Yeah. There's one that was, uh, "Would you rather live for have Would you rather live one life for a thousand years or ten lives for one hundred years?" <laughs> and it was like some of the things on here have gotten really like philosophical and yeah. really like like psychiatrist level like oh my god i'm plunging the depths of my soul here to just tell my friends these little silly answers to get fake nintendo points (laughs) (laughs) but it's done in a way where it's not like facebook you're not seeing these people face to face you're just seeing their little me's and it's and it's cute and they talk to you the the voice recognition not the voice recognition but the way they do um, I don't even know what like that would be called or the... because whatever you type, it reads it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. It's the voice uh, speech, text, text to speech, text to speech. But it's really good, and it's like, and you see your little me. It's like mine. Mm. One of mine was, um, oh, what was it? It was like, oh, what's a time that you were really disappointed in a gift you got? And I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to think about like my <laughs> childhood. And it's like, oh, da da da. And your me's like, I was very disappointed that time that my parents gave me this. But it's like, it's just, it's done in a cute way. But and because you don't have that face to face, you're not looking at somebody's Facebook picture yeah. and looking at their comment. It just seems like it's, you're kind of disconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also like change your me's clothes. They have a shop that you can earn coins for and you can just have, right now my, I have a full green bodysuit on and I look like green man. Um, <laughs> oh, green man. Nice. And there's, they also have like a, a, Old timey George Washington like curly <laughs> poofy wig with a mech suit. I, I had that with a mech suit on for a little while. I've just been making my guy look ridiculous. But the reason that I think Mitomo is really exciting is this is um, Nintendo's. It's tied to Nintendo's new rewards program, mm-hmm. like directly one to one. So by doing stuff in the game, you can earn real life points um, that you can then redeem on the Nintendo store for stuff. I have gotten um, Legend of Zelda Picross for free because. Nice. I played Mitomo a little bit, and I got enough points to, to get it. I'm going to see if I can load it up and see if I can have it talk into oh, the microphone. Nice. We'll see you could do it. So, like, I, I love Nintendo's rewards program in general. Like, they've Club Nintendo, which they used to have, was always pretty awesome, and yeah. so I'm excited that they've rolled out their new thing as well. Oh, nice. So that's what I am looking forward to. Gotta, Tiffany's going to have it. Yeah, you got to get it started. I was wondering if you could combine any two animals into the perfect pet. That's so creepy. Which two would you choose? Yeah, so that question right there. If you could combine <laughs> any two animals into the perfect pet, which two would you choose? All right, what are you going to pick? Which should we put? Let's what are, what are you going to put, Alex? Put, what are you thinking? Um, I'm going to put... Any two animals? So I think that would be the Dwight and the Alex. Any two animals. <laughs> any two animals? What do we um, think? What do you think? A uh, Charmander oh, and a Squirtle. Oh, oh. <laughs> and... I'm, I take offense to that. <laughs> I don't know. What about like um, an, uh, an armadillo? An armadillo and an elephant, so that way you could ride it into battle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, I'm going to just do something silly. Or like a... Uh, uh, was okay. armadillo and elephant not silly? So, <laughs> no, that was 100% <laughs> serious. So you type it in, and then... Cat and a dog. Wait, hasn't that been done already? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so it's really cute. So it's fun. We've been we've been uh, messing around with that. Uh, it's been a good time. That's cool. All right. All right. 
Okay, so I think it's time that we move on to our main topic of the day, and this is kind of Alex's little pet project. Um, I mean, it was most, it was, I think I came up with the idea, kind of. I think it was a group. It was a group (laughs) thing, but you're the one, you you did the legwork for this. So, Alex, uh, The Jungle Book is coming out recently. I believe it just came out yesterday. Yeah, it comes Uh, out, it comes out yesterday. It's already out. Yeah, it's Saturday? Yeah. What day is it? Today. Sorry. It's always today. Yeah, it came out yesterday. (laughs) So, um, we've... You you wanted to talk about how there's been a lot of uh, live action movies that have recently been based on animated movies. Specifically, Disney's been more yeah. or less going through one by one, Disney's redoing their just old been stuff, pumping out their old stuff in, yeah. in, in in live action form. Like they they did. I, I think the first one was Snow White and the Huntsman. That. Well, well, if we want to get technical, we can go back to like 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah. They that, probably but I'm talking about the, the ones that they've been pumping out Re- recently. recently. Like they yeah. did Snow White and the Huntsman and then they did Sleeping Beauty and then they did Cinderella. Is Sleeping Beauty? Yeah. Really? Maleficent. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I forgot. I was like, there was a name for it. They're kind mm-hmm. of going like in order of like almost their original releases. Yeah, oh, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Extent. Kind of, but they're, they're doing a they've big, already big jump soon. But... Uh, well, Jungle Book is not a huge jump, but um, yeah, they stood. Snow White I'm talking and the like Huntsman, the Princess movies. Snow White and the Huntsman, Maleficent, Cinderella, and then Jungle Book just came out, yep. and they already have Beauty and the Beast, um, Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid, Mermaid and Little Mermaid. Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Well, they, Peter they, Pan's been done. Well, they announced but not Peter, They announced version. Peter Pan, Disney's Peter Pan live action, like a, a week ago. Oh, okay. Oh, awesome. oh, that's new. I didn't know. That's that. That's really cool. I actually yeah. like Peter Pan a lot. Yeah. So like. They've just been Disney, especially, has been pumping them out. But even outside of Disney, um, we've gotten like spiritual live action remakes. Okay, how, how, do, how do you mean by that? Like, um, uh, Black Swan was like a spirit. It was basically the same plot and the same story as an anime movie called Perfect Blue. Okay, so oh. it's basically a live action version of that. Hmm. The way I look at it, did. Who, who did Black Swan? Aronofsky? Black, uh, yeah, Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Did, did he like come forth and say, I he, took a lot he, of He said a lot of inspiration oh, cool. came from Perfect Blue. That's awesome. And, and then um, there's an anime movie called Paprika, which is basically Inception, except on crack. Um, you, well, you can... This is something we'll probably talk about later, but you can do a lot more with the anime right. animation uh, than yes. you can in like, I, I completely live agree. action. But, um, so... We we all got together and we thought it would be a good idea to talk about animated movies that we would like to see live action because of this clear trend that we've been seeing. Um, yeah, it'd be cool to talk about movies that could be live action and you know why they would be cool as live action. That's a good point. So um, we all put together top tens, though Tiffany didn't rank, <laughs> rank hers. Except me because I didn't rank them. There are ten there, though, It was right? too uh, yeah. hard. So, so who is the top ten? I'm it's the only one in... that didn't have ten. Yeah, to, I noticed that fair, you have nine. I only had nine. So, so you're bad. I only have nine as well. I'm I, assuming that your number ten would have been the Justins meet the Flintstones as well. <laughs> uh, my number ten, yeah, my number ten obviously would have been the Justins meet the Flintstones. Okay. So how do you want to go through this? Do you want to just start talking about them? Do you yeah, want to, I, to I list think, our lists? Okay. I think at the end we'll, we'll list our lists. Okay, that sounds good. And then we'll, we'll just discuss okay. freely at this point. I like it. All right. I, I, I don't think flow. it needs to be a yeah. very structured segment. So we don't much. do well with structure. We don't. No. We're... we're we're, we're rebels. We're rebels. Re- no, rebels. 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 We're Star Wars rebels. Yeah. Oh my God. Rogue One. 
That trailer looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? It belongs in the beginning. <gasps> yeah, it does. But holy crap. The, the person crap. who got to play Mon Mothma, who I believe played Mon Mothma in episode three. Oh, really? Oh, looks that's, just like... It's insane. She looks spot on it's as... so good. The um, original... I don't know the original actress's name, but she looks just like Mon Mothma. Yes, Mon Mothma. <laughs> so good. It looks so good. So good. Also, this is not the movie where many Bothans die. That's Return of the Jedi... Know your Star Wars. Uh, well, yeah. We're, we're, Wait, people have been making a lot of jokes the, about it. The, the joke in, in uh, Return of the Jedi, when yeah. they have the new Death Star plans, mm-hmm. uh, Mamothma goes, um, many Bothans died to give us this information. Let's not waste it or something like that. And so everyone's been making uh, that joke about Rogue One because it's about the, the plot of the movie is them about stealing the original Death Star plans. Right. Mm-hmm. But they're not the Bothans. That's the next movie. Anyways, so animated movies. Sorry All to right, sorry to, okay. to, to uh, tangent there. So I, I think the best place to start would be where we have overlap. Okay, so um, I think that's a good place. Uh, so I maybe, maybe we'll start with some overlap in, in your list. Maybe. Uh, so the okay. Jetsons meet the Flintstones? Uh, yeah, the Jetsons meet the Flintstones, okay. which somehow made all three of our lists. Okay. No. That, was, that, was, that? was that was that no, was straight up that was that was a cheat one for me. Um, it is on my list, and yeah, I just thought At number seven. Uh, we'll, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> I know, but we can mention there. We can it's, mention numbers. Okay, it's on my list, but I wanted to get like I wanted to get some sort of like old style cartoon in there, right? Um, specifically like something classic, something I grew up with watching, and I grew up watching the Flintstones and the Jetsons on like reruns. Uh, Cartoon Network had a bunch of reruns, mm-hmm. and I've I would love to see um sp- that specific story in live action. I think it would be a really like funny like not farce, but it would. It would just be like uh, uh, very, think, very tongue in, very actually... tongue in cheek, very self aware. Yeah, um, and I think it would be really, really interesting. Have you seen the live action Flintstones movie? Yeah, yeah. The, the live the first one <laughs> I was fine with, uh, mostly because I was a kid. I haven't watched it in many, many, many Ooh, years. Have you seen that would be the Flintstones live action? Yeah, movie? John seen, Goodman, uh, uh, Rick Moranis, the one where they go to Las Vegas. I have. I Vivo, seen it's that called one. Viva Rock Vegas, and it's, and it's bad. It's very bad. Yes. Okay. I'm glad we can agree on that. Okay. It was a prequel. So why don't you why don't you guys start talking about uh, the Iron Giant, which made both of your lists? Yes. Okay. Well, um, which is one personally one of my favorite animated movies. To be fair, I have not watched this movie since I was a child, but I just Same. remembered it vaguely and thought maybe it would translate well to screen. But that's all I really can say about it. I kind of just put it on there because it was something that. I thought of, yeah. When putting together my list, one of the main things that I tried to stay away from was um, things that relied very heavily on anthropomorphic animals, which mm-hmm. is, you'll find is strange when we get to my number one. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I so I went with stuff that had a lot of humans and a lot of humanoid. And so when you're dealing with something like the Iron Giant, you can obviously the only real um, CG element or non-human mm-hmm. element is going right. to be the giant. Right. Everything, everything else is more or less real yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that would also translate well. Also, it's a great story. Oh, yeah. um, it's mm-hmm. it was it, it's hard to say it was. You really can't say it was beautifully animated, and that's why I want to see it. Yeah. But like the story is amazing. The characters are fantastic. You can still get Vin Diesel back to do the voice of the robot. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which would be, be totally which would be okay so great. great. Uh, he could even do like the mocap for it and stuff like that. Yeah, he like could. he's been doing stuff like that recently with Groot. Yeah, yeah that would um, be really cool. I think that the story itself would is would hold up. I think it's very timeless. Um, do a refresh on the plot just in case people haven't seen it. 
<sighs> it's been a long time since I've seen it as well. So basically, um, a giant robot crashes into Earth, and a boy named Hogarth Hogarth, Hogarth um, finds it. The, mm-hmm. This robot has been sent to Earth. You find out um, to conquer the planet, more mm-hmm. or less. It's like a war machine, and it's here to do very bad things. Um, but when it crash lands on Earth, its system gets reset. It's Goku. Uh, he gets bonked on the head, and he becomes a good alien. Um, and he befriends Hogarth. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I want to call him Rothgar or something like that. He, he defends. He, <laughs> call he befri- him whatever you want. He, he befriends Boy, um, and the Boy like teaches the giant how to love, mm-hmm. and and then the Friendship government the government and, comes yeah. in and tries to get the giant and, and use him for military purposes and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's a very standard story from yes. that type of aspect mm-hmm. like a DT it's it's Dragon Ball Z it's all that other not really yeah. don't but, don't compare it to ET <laughs> don't don't Talk Tiffany's about favorite ET. Movie. yeah ET's piece of garbage and I hate it so okay. I want ET to die yeah I'm he glad, does, I'm glad her and I are wow we agree on something. No, I'm just I I don't like it because I'm afraid of him. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, terrified. That's a yeah. We've talked. Sorry, about I, but I digress. Terrifying. Okay. I think the movie would look good live action. You could even get Brad Bird back to direct it. I like, would I would totally oh be okay God, with that, that would because be all of his live action movies, even Tomorrowland, which a lot of people didn't like, mm-hmm. I think he is a phenomenal director. I loved uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Ghost Protocol. It's my favorite in the series, actually, but. Uh, Brad Bird. If he came back yeah. to direct it, yeah. I would be would knock so it on board. Yep. And it's not that fantastical. Like the stuff that you would yeah, need to translate yeah. into live action right. is not crazy out there. And even then, you can still do really good things with yeah. uh, live action. Yeah. I, yeah. Compared to animation. I I'm actually surprised agree. that it hasn't already been talked about yeah. to be adapted. Because it yeah. seems like it would be a pretty – not an easy one, but it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, it definitely and seems like And something. when did it, was it early 90s? It was mid-90s. mid-90s? I, I feel like I want to say late 90s. Late yeah. 90s. Yeah. Late 90s, yeah. I just feel like it probably, I don't think it was, um, it's beloved, it's kind of a cult classic. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was financially successful to begin with, so I think that's probably why you're gotcha. seeing Disney I just and think all these other people do the larger ones. Yeah. It, was, it would be a good, it would be cool to see it updated with, you know, everything that's going on in the world today. I don't know, I just think it would it would fit well in with... 2016. Yeah. So speaking of things that are good in uh, modern day, on both Tiffany and Alex's list is Mulan. Yeah. Talk about that one. Oh, guys. yeah. Like Mulan. I love Mulan. Mulan, but it, well, it's not present day. I, I was joking. Oh, yeah. Cause, cause, <laughs> I was like, we're talking uh, about present day, and so we're going back to <laughs> the... That was a terrible, terrible yeah. transition. Well, well, I disagree. The thing about <laughs> Mulan, just, just like Iron Giant, is Mulan is very, very heavily based on... Humans? Um, humans. Humans in historical... It's a, it's a, it's um, yeah, old, it would old be a period China. Piece. It would be a period be piece about China. Yeah, yeah. it'd and be like uh, the Last Samurai, basically. And and Mushu would be really the only thing that would have to be kind of CG or something like that. I mean, there's and really... like the gods that he talks to. Yeah. yeah, but that could be done well. Or the elders. Elders. You, you could do it in a really but cool. But that way. would be really cool, and I almost imagine it kind of dark, like more. Um, more realistic kind of yeah you know, gritty gritty yeah I think it would be for. really really good so as Warner a, Brothers <laughs> but it would be really I think it would be really neat as a historical Mulan piece v. Mulan v Pocahontas yeah. Dawn of Disney the but like you can do the, you know but like all of that I mean yes in an animated movie you know the training montages are doing silly stuff but it's like this is stuff that actually happened, so it's not a you know it's not too far off to be like oh this would be weird. It's like right. this is all stuff that was based in history, based in semi fact, and 
you could have awesome battle scenes. Oh, yeah. It would yeah. be cool. Directed by Peter Jackson. I'm calling <laughs> yes. it right yes. now. I, yes. I would watch the hell out of that Yeah, movie. but oh then it would be God. a three-parter with a prequel as well. <laughs> oh, the prequel would just be about Mushu and like how he... I'd his watch life. it. I'm, I'm in. But I, I don't know. I just think I can just picture like the 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 set design and the costumes yeah, and, and say, like, that costumes. type of stuff would just I think it would look beautiful on screen in live action. Yeah, I th- I think that that would be gorgeous. And one of the big reasons I put it on there was production design. I think yeah. I think that they there could be a huge opportunity for like great sets yeah. and, oh. and stuff like that. And that's what what I want to see live action. Would you want it to be a musical? No. Okay, we have two different... Why would you want it to be a musical? Because... Well, the songs are great. I just like the songs. I I really just want to hear, you know, I'll make a man out of you. Yeah. But but of all the songs, like, I could understand them pulling out a lot of the songs, but I would expect them to keep reflection in. Well, that's like the the, big one. mm -hmm. That's one that could just normally fit in without having to feel forced. Mm-hmm. But at least using the um, kind of like how they did, I noticed it in the Jungle Book trailer, how they had uh, Baloo like whistling. Yeah, um, yeah he was whistling Bare Necessities. Yeah, right? Bare Necessities. Yep. Yep. Like when that scene is happening in the movie, if like the score has the undertones mm-hmm. of that song, yeah, yeah, I'd be totally okay oh, with that. Oh, it would be great. Or or you could have them like chanting because yeah know, on like a war march yeah. right on like a that. war march chanting something That'd similar really to cool. yeah it it could be awesome. Now have you changed your mind now or no no no? But I was going to segue to another movie that I think okay. would also translate that I because I liked Mulan a lot and mm-hmm. I've rewatched it recently. But is it okay if I segue? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, another movie that was okay that I didn't like as much, but I think would be really good as live action, mm-hmm. Brave, and yeah. that was on Alex's oh, yeah. list that, too. That, that was yeah on my list. The again for the same reasons, production design and costumes. Again, yeah. it's a period piece. It's set mm-hmm. in what is she? Uh, Scotland. I know. Scotland? I know she's in Scotland. I don't know when it's. Yeah, uh, I don't know when. Time. Yeah, but it's but it's you know it's not yeah. modern day. It's not present. No, but day. yeah, but it, that would be another one. I think yeah. that would do. I, I think that one also is kind of a really no brainer well. from just like a, mm-hmm. where we are in a movie standpoint right now, yeah. like with the. Uh, Hunger Games, like Katniss, oh, uh, the yeah. live action yep, archery yep, type stuff, yep. and like the the female heroines, yeah, the become, strong female is, character. Yeah, they're pushing those really hard yeah. right and now. And I think which is that great. the the part of Brave that wasn't so good, like the whole bear myth thing, like there were parts of Brave that weren't as strong animated that I think they could do more with right. live action. I've I've seen some great animated bears in the last year. <laughs> it was a, a the revenant. revenant, the revenant, yeah, yeah, and well, Baloo. To be fair, like that bear in the Revenant is actually really well animated. I'm I'm not joking. Yeah. Like, yeah. There you go. You could make a genuinely terrifying brave, actually. Yeah, with yeah. the, the the evil bear. I would and, yeah, see with that. the evil bear and all and all that. But then there's also the comic relief of like the three little bears, mm-hmm. the, the kids. But a big part of that, like she mentioned, was like production design. Like I want this to be like a straight medieval. Like cool, yeah. really cool uh, costumes. Yeah, um, kind of like yeah. Game of Thrones esque kind of feel to it. You know what would even kind of be in that same line, and I know it's played out, but even Frozen, I think, could do kind of. It would be a lot more CG, but I even think that yeah. would kind of yeah. be in that same. Vainier. Brave and Frozen has a lot of overlap for me in terms of like production design, and it feels yeah. kind of like that, that same time. I think that would be another one that would be. 
really well done. With, with Brave in the costumes, it would be really unique as well because you have all the different clans. So yes. they have all their own yeah. individual looks. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would be really neat. Yeah. And like, I feel like, not that they would be able to change a whole lot, but obviously with animation, you're on deadlines. You really can't, like, all the money that you have in the movie is, is up on the screen. Same thing with regular stuff, but mm-hmm. I just feel like if you run out of money on a animated movie, then you have to like take shortcuts and it, yeah, it's not going to look yeah. great. And I feel like that happened with Brave. You can tell that it was stitched together from multiple different stories. Right. And if they mm-hmm. got a chance, you have your basic story now to go back and just like refine Fine that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that movie, I think there's a really good movie in there. I just don't think it necessarily came out. Yeah. I yeah. feel the same way about Frozen. With the weird rock people and yeah, stuff, it's like no I, sense in yeah. But I feel like you could take that and refine that more, yeah. and kind of go mm-hmm. more into the backstory of that because that would be really. I think that would be really neat. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff about Frozen, other than the music. But I feel like that backstory that you don't get, it's yeah. missing, and it feels. I mean, kids don't care, but for me, I'm like, well, why is this? What is this world? What is this? Oh, was she born yeah. with it? Is she cursed or what? I'm like, I want to know more about that world and how magic works in that world. Yeah. So, Speaking of magic and period pieces, another one that's on, <laughs> I think this is on mine and yours, Alex. Yeah, mine. Yeah. Sword, Sword and Stone, Stone, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. How good is that movie? I don't and think that, I've ever seen it. It's, um, it's King, or- King Arthur. Yeah, pre- yeah, yeah. yeah. Like no, I know what it, it is. No, 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 no. You can... I explained Iron Giant. Okay, fine. Um, So the story in the stone is basically it's Disney's retelling of the uh, a modified version of the King Arthur myth, Um, and so it follows young Arthur as a a squire um, being trained and interacting with Merlin, and so you have a lot a great like chance to cast like a awesome older actor as as Merlin, Mm -hmm. someone eccentric. And then you can have like a, an upper and comer, or it could even be like a, a late teenager. Could could be um, uh, Arthur, and so there's a lot of just like Arthur and Merlin going on mystical adventures. Mm-hmm. I remember them turning into the fish, yep. and uh, <laughs> there's an awesome battle scene with Mer- there's a wizards duel, which would be amazing with with Merlin and Madame Mim, yep. where they like they're constantly one upping each other with um, with magic. Like Mim turns into like a big dragon, and she sits on him, and he turns into a goat, and like. Pokes her butt with a seven, like <laughs> and one turns into a mouse, one turns into something to eat the mouse. I think I reversed certain things here. Yeah, but it was it's it's a great spectacle of animation, and that in live action would be everything that the Wizards duels and Harry Potter weren't. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah, that would be so much fun. And obviously, you know, Arthur takes the sword out of the stone and becomes the king. Blah blah blah. What spoilers? spoilers? Wow. Yeah, I know. No, he actually just shoves it in further, and then no one becomes the king of of Britain <laughs> ever. But I think that. Like we, like I was saying earlier, there's not a lot of like the stuff that would be need to be CG'd for this is, it's like a natural extension of the story. It's not like major characters or it's, it'd be more set pieces as opposed to the majority of the, the thing. Mm-hmm. So I could see this also being in like the Game of Thrones style where you have like old castles and a lot yeah. of it's really practical, and then you get into like the hmm. crazy, uh, over the top action sequences, which when you get to the more animated stuff or huh. CG stuff. But I think it'd be an interesting, interesting one. Yeah. Now uh, we we've already talked about two of the Disney movies we had on oh, our yeah. list. Sorry, we, we, I jumped out of your we order. Ha- we actually had a, a copious amount of Disney movies that made all of our lists. Not necessarily on on multiples, but yeah. um, Aladdin was on my oh, mine and, and mine. 
Mine and no, Aladdin mine. wasn't on mine, but I mine and Dwight's. Well, because I had looked, I had looked at both of your lists, and I was like, I don't want to put the same ones. But Aladdin well, is my why, second favorite that's why we Disney didn't movie. Look at each yeah, that's why I made mine, I know, I made mine I know. in the vacuum. Right. I cheated I and I looked up else. animated movies, best animated movies of the last like fifty oh, years. Or cheated. I cheated because I couldn't think. I just of went things. on to pick my list. I just went on Wikipedia, clicked on Disney, scrolled down, and I was like, okay, that's going to make my short list. Short list. I just made a bunch of short lists, and then I refined that. But Aladdin, just in general, is one of is my second favorite. Disney movie and just it's it a great I think movie, it's my so. favorite Disney. it's my second favorite or Beauty and the Beast is Beauty and the Beast is so. my favorite yeah yeah, yeah. Aladdin, Aladdin. but Aladdin cool. am I right we haven't talked about my favorite Aladdin's so good Aladdin also fits perfectly in like what I was talking about it would make a really good transition to live action yep. because the right. majority yep. of the people or their principal characters are real you could get um just like good actors to do stuff. Oh, yeah. Like the genie, obviously. Like yeah, and like the Raja the tiger in a boot. I, I'd be like really interested do. to yeah. see how an, a competent director would handle the genie. Oh, it'd like, be Because you could do yeah. it in so many really different ways. But like you could actually just have like a normal actor play the genie and then just have everything he does be be crazy. Be crazy. Yeah. Oh, I like which that. Which I would be totally okay with. Yeah. Which would be kind of like the stage version. Mm-hmm. 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 But, um... Yeah, there's so there's so many cool things. The sets would be phenomenal. Once yep. again, yeah, I, I feel like yeah. everything I picked, Jafar's lair it would be Jafar's awesome. lair would be awesome. Yeah. Um, it it'd be really like Iago, Raja, mm-hmm. and Abu. Carla, Ab, Abu and carpet and carpet yeah, and carpet <laughs> would all need to be you know animated. Or you, or you you could probably get Abu to be just a trained monkey. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah. yeah. I've seen, I've seen Indiana Jones. And think of that. And speaking We're of Indiana Jones, scary, yeah, that's... think of that the the cave of wonders and like how cool that would be. Yeah, like if you get that set. practical, like you don't like. Oh, that would be, oh yeah, that would be, that would be so cool. That would be so like cool. That. Oh, um, big sand tiger head that would need to be CG. Nope, that that could be that <laughs> could back. be real. Yeah, okay. that could be real. You just take some guy and you just like paste yeah. sand on his face. Yeah. And it's like. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> but one one of my biggest worries about that one is that I I wouldn't want it to get whitewashed, as so oh, many movies have. Like Aladdin was kind of to begin with. Like yeah, I, it, I'd wanted to be more genuine actors yeah, in, yeah. in the yeah. roles. Like the actual, I, I want Jasmine to you know not be played by Shailene Woodley or you know one of yeah. the Emma Stone or something. Yeah, like that. I wanted to be. Like an actor that I've probably never heard of because mm-hmm. that'd be like that the best way to do something part. like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, that one I'd totally be fine with being a complete musical. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, just yeah. straight up that just singing. That would fit the tone. Like the tone of that movie feels more musical than yeah. as opposed to like Mulan because I feel mm-hmm. like a Mulan live action would be a lot more serious. Yeah. Where this yeah. just the by the genie alone, it becomes a little bit more tongue in cheek and right. a little bit more fun. Now, would you? The genie, I think, would be the biggest sticking point, though, because yes. obviously Robin Williams brought the genie to life originally. Oh, yeah. What, what do you think they would have to do with that? Do you think they would just go with Dan Castanella, or um, do you think that I, they I would? I don't know. I There's two ways to look at it. You either want someone to that, that can mimic what Robin mm-hmm. Williams did and be as close <laughs> to it as possible, or you want someone that's going to not try to be like Robin Williams and make it their own. That's what I was which just going to say. Which is mostly what I would want. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I've already seen Robin Williams do it. I know what he can do. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see that just regurgitated. Yep. I want to see somebody make it completely their own and not they don't necessarily have to be like completely over the top like yeah. Robin Williams was. Yeah. It could be 
like a completely different character, which I would be totally okay I with. I agree. We're, we're coming up on our fourth, arguably fifth Joker interpretation yep. um, in the new Suicide Squad movie. So I don't see why someone couldn't come in uh, to yep. this role and do something new with it right. and make it their different. own. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we're over an hour now. Just, I mean, I think we can keep this conversation going and um, okay, and do. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with. Yeah. Well, in terms of, let's just keep on the Disney bandwagon yeah. and let's let Dwight talk about anthropomorphic. Yeah, that he said. Mm. That okay, he said okay. he stayed away from movies with anthropomorphic animals, and yet, what is your number, number one? one? What is your number one, Dwight? My number one is Rescuers <laughs> Down Under. <laughs> Um, first off, The Rescuers Down Under is, in my opinion, the most underappreciated modern era Disney movie I um, from the Disney Renaissance. The it's a great Down movie. Under. It's yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. I love this movie with like all my heart. I love all the characters. I love uh, Bernard and Miss Bianca. They're hysterical. I love them together. I love uh, John Candy as I think it was Wilbur or Orville. I forget which. Oh, I forget which yeah. one he played the seagull here, the pelican. I forget what it was. I, a, you can tell I like this movie. Yeah, so much. you hate this movie. I love this movie. He played he played the the bird that um, flew them from place to place. Right. And yes, I realize the majority of it is like animals in the animal kingdom, but the stuff with the kid is specifically what I'm thinking of. Because um, I don't know if you know what the plot is, but it's basically takes place in Australia and um, oh down under oh. down under. Oh. And now I get it. A, a child is being chased by, um, I believe it's poachers who are trying to capture or have captured or trying to capture, I forget which point in the movie I'm talking about right now, a giant uh, golden, it's like a massive eagle, larger than any bird should be in the world. Yeah. And this little kid flies on the back of the eagle, and that is what I want to see in live action. Is so, that kid so like whipping. Gandalf flying on the eagles? Uh, yeah, but better because it's not. 2001 anymore so and i haven't seen any of the other hobbit movies i don't know if they fly in the Lord eagles the in those. Movies? no the hobbit, oh, the hobbit movies. movies i don't they, know uh, they just do it on one yeah i've already the first one yeah, i forgot about that one, yeah but anyways um i have seen that movie yes and it was okay <laughs> sorry not very good Di- i digress um yeah but i think that movie would be great live action it would be so much fun and like because it's a it's a lesser known disney movie so it'd be open to more adaptation and more more things right. could shift have you guys ever seen it? I have. You know, I I have, but you know what that made me think of too. I don't. Yeah. I'm not, I don't want to even talk about it. But Feifel, American oh, Tale. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, my issue with that is like I I <laughs> thought about Feifel, but it's that's all, all animals. animals. Yeah. yeah. So like my issue with having that was one that, of that's my favorite movies. All animals, like, and mm-hmm. I guess you'd argue with um, Rescuers Down Under as well. Mm-hmm. But like at that point, why not just make it a computer animated movie? Yeah. Right. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to having like the live, like a live shot with mm-hmm. computer animated movie. Just it just made me it. think of that because it's mice. Yes. So I just thought Bible, about it too. Uh, Bible yeah. Goes West is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. Don Bluth. I tried to have more Don Bluth movies on mine, but I just couldn't. Is uh, Don Bluth, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yes. Is that, yep. Uh, yeah. Don Bluth is... Mm. I don't know. Oof. I don't know, actually. I don't know. I have to look that up. Uh, he's like Troll in Central Park. He's um, Five Goes West. He is uh, The Secret of Nim. Oh, Secret um, of Nim. That was also on my short list, but I was like, did, it's all right. Also about a did mouse, he, right? Wait. Yes. Who did the ho- animated Hobbit? Uh, all I, Dogs Go to Heaven is Don Bluth. Nice. Uh, I don't think it. it was Don Bluth. I think it was just a... Animation company. I forgot. Okay. Huh. Excuse me. Um, I know we're running out of time, but I also wanted to. We're talk- not running out of time. We have no time. Limit. Oh, okay. We okay. never run out of Unless time. Unless we're going to kick out of the room, we have no time limit. We have no time limit. Okay. Um, but I did want to talk. Are you done talking about 
Yeah, Rescuers yeah, Star. Yeah. I didn't want to jump in, but it, I, it was uh, Rescuers and Under. Spoiler: alert, It was my number one, so I feel really passionate about that movie. Yeah. I, I think it would be a beautiful, beautifully done. Well, movie. that's a good segue to beautiful. So um, I didn't want to go through this conversation without talking about um, stop motion animation. Okay, ad- adapted to, and it. I guess, I guess it would actually not be so much live action as more CG. Um, computer anime, but something like Coraline or Nightmare Before Christmas, I think could be kind of cool in a more, I guess, I guess really not live action, but no. more of like a CG, like an updated type of. I think Coraline could work great. Take, Cor- yeah. take Coraline, um, get Jennifer Kent to direct it. She directed the Babadook. Babadook. Can oh, you see like that yes. type of aesthetic, like that yeah. muted color aesthetic? See, that's what I would want. That would be terrifying. More yeah, of, it would be so scary. Well, Coraline is terrifying for for a children's movie and to kind of take that and update it, mm-hmm. or even something like Box Trolls or yeah. uh, Paranorman. Yeah. Like Paranorman, something I think would be um, done well. by that studio. I'm yeah. so excited for. Oh, I Kubo. love. Quo and the, the the strings. Oh the yeah, that looks so I good. love all of their movies so much. But like Coraline, I think is my favorite. Um, I loved Box Trolls, but Coraline, I think, would be a really cool, almost like like you said, almost like a horror movie. Yeah, almost think, very very scary because you could do that surreal you kind the PG-13 of PG thirteen. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that would be amazing as a PG thirteen movie. Because you think of something, even like Nightmare on Elm Street, you have that very surreal, dreamlike stuff that was practical in the 80s. So, I mean, you can do it. Mm -hmm. You can take some of those things that happened in Coraline, you know, with the mom turning into a spider and all this weird... You can take that... Spoilers. Spoilers. Or or the woman who, like, unzips her skin and whatever. You could take that stuff and you could translate that to a practical effect or something. You can just hear the sound effect of, like, as, like, someone's, like, pulling a physical... Uh, it would be so cool. Have the so button awesome. eyes. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I think that would be, I just didn't like want to get through this conversation without talking about something like that as um, a live action. I think yeah, because be really we, we've mostly been talking about traditional animation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I love, stop motion animation like has such a special place in my heart Sweet. and I love those movies. So. so speaking of more recent animation as well, there's some CG movies that have made our list. <laughs> right. Um, so, Alex, you want to talk about Shrek? Yeah. So the reason Shrek, the, the main reason Shrek made my list is because I'm kind of obsessed with the musical. And I really, the reason the musical is so good is because of like all these big sets and the makeup that they did to make everyone just look like no one's animated, you know? Yeah. They just have a guy dressed up as a donkey and he looks phenomenal. And they <laughs> Is he like all in all fours? No, nope, he or walks is around, he just walking on, around. He just walks around, but he's got all he's got the, <laughs> the hoofs and he's you know That's funny. it's I could totally see that just that musical being just put in a movie and it would be awesome. And even if you take the music out of it, it's still going to be like a really cool adaptation of Shrek where that I'm mostly looking at the the makeup and how they yeah. make mm-hmm. each character look like. Like th- the makeup on Pinocchio is going to look so good where they make it look like this actor's actually made of wood where they can do that. They, oh, yeah. yeah. They can do stuff like that. They do it all the time at this point. So I think that that would be so awesome. That would be. And Shrek is good. The first one. Yeah. The first the second one's really good, too. I know. But the first Shrek is so good. It's so good. It's such a great story. Shrek's a great movie. I yeah. haven't watched it in so long. It's excellent. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I think that'd be a really fun one to... I love that. I love all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 
Um, one one movie that I I want to talk about, which mm-hmm. was the number one on my list. Okay, is Atlantis. I, I believe the Lost Empire is that is that I, what the tagline is. I think on it's it? Atlantis colon the Lost Empire. Right. I said tagline, which usually means there's a colon. Sure. Atlantis the Lost Empire. Yeah. So the reason that this one, like, I I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot when we're talking about every movie because. I looked at very specific things mm-hmm. when I made my list, and one of the big things was production design, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. costumes and things like that. And I feel like Atlantis would it just encompasses everything that I'm talking about, like to the tenth degree, like it just on crack. Because the way I look at it, 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 it would basically just be another Avatar kind of level thing, oh, yeah. okay. where you just have. Like, several really cool sets that are completely different, and you have all these cool characters that you can... um, All of them are really well differentiated from each other by their costumes, and I just think Atlantis would be gorgeous. Like, if you got a good cinematographer and a good director together, it could be, like, one of the most gorgeous movies ever made. I, I would pay... All of my money to see this movie. I, I remember. I haven't seen it in a long time. I just remember like the glowing blues and greens. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's very when they vivid. actually get to it. It's, yeah, yeah. It would look really, really pretty. Yeah. So I feel like I agree with that. Yeah, would be really. I, cool. I would love that. Like when we started putting these lists together, that immediately came to mind, and I'm like, this is gonna be my number one. Before I even thought about other movies, I was just like, nope, this is number one. I'm done here. I'm going home. <laughs> Game over. So, um, did you have anything else you want to say about it? I feel like no, I have nothing no. else to add about no, it. No, I, I feel, feel like that's all I really wanted to say. Okay. You know, just to repeat myself for like the eight, umpteenth time. So, we've been talking about a lot of uh, American animation. There's some Japanese animation that I know made uh, a couple of our lists. Yeah. Um, um, so, for example, I had Spirited Away. And online. I had Princess Mononoke, yep. which are both Miyazaki movies. Yes. Which he's one of my favorite directors, and his animated movies are just. Like, I hold them above almost all other animated movies because oh, they're yeah. just they're so beautifully animated, and just his entire catalog to me is perfection and almost perfection. Yeah. That's fair. But um, yeah. So us having a Miyazaki movie on our list, it's, not it's necessarily not the same movie, but um. It's not shocking. No. Not shocking to me at all. I think that the two that we picked, yours well, yours in specific, I think, would translate to live action better well, than... Yeah, uh, and that's specifically why I picked it. Mm-hmm. I think Princess Mononoke, other than like a couple of wolves, yeah. it's a mostly just humans, yep. and um, the wolves could be really, really well animated to yeah. make them look real. Oh, they used to play like the dire wolves and stuff like that in, right. in Game of Thrones. Yeah, but um, the main uh, wolf queen thing mm-hmm. that's in the woods that talks, the, the yeah. one that's voiced by Gillian Anderson in the movie, um, I want that to look big and ominous. Yeah. And I, I think that would be pretty... I think they should just go back to never-ending story style and make... I forget what the name of that the wolf was in that. Yeah. That, that's how they should do it all. Yeah, speaking of never-ending story, we got that... Big dragon like Spirited Away. Yeah, you know? well, Spirited Away I think um, would be interesting because the principal characters obviously uh, she would be all live action right. and everything around her could either be just fantastic like um, practical uh, 
people in costumes, yeah. which would be great. And then obviously you get to the stuff like uh, the No Face. Yeah, and, No Face would be interesting. Yeah, I think that you could handle it. Like No Face, you could just have like a practical mask and everything around him could be CG. Right. I think it would work. Um, it, and I think Spirited Away is it's my favorite Miyazaki movie. Yep. And it would just, I think it would be a really fun. It's, it's one of my favorites. Princess Mononoke isn't one of my favorites. It's just the one that I looked at and I just went, man, that one would be so easy to make live action mm-hmm. and have it be, once again, like just so visceral with all of the um, like deep greens of that movie and like the woods. And I, I think that one would just be, you know, phenomenal. Okay, so I don't know about you guys, but I think that we've kind of exhausted our our thoughts on why animated movies would be good. Do right. you guys just want to go through what our top tens are, and then we can wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Is that yeah. cool? Do you want me to start first, because I didn't really have it ranked? Yeah, sure. Okay, and I actually so. added one at the last minute here. Okay. Oh, nice. um, so in, in no particular order at all, um, Anastasia, but again, for that same reason that Mulan or something like Brave would translate, I think that would be an easy, it's historical. Um, Ferngully. Ferngully is awesome. Ferngully, yeah. Ferngully yeah, is, Ferngully is cool. Um, Coraline, Nightmare Before Christmas, Mulan, Iron Giant, um, Wally, I think would be kind of neat as a live action movie. Um, Brave Little Toaster. I'm a little sad I didn't get to talk about that because that was my, my, my childhood, my heart. Um, Brave. And then I just added Up as a last minute oh, contender. Yeah. Because as Alex was talking about production design and production yeah. value, I thought of all of, you know, when you look at some of those stills from Up, from up it looks they look like photographs. It's like oh, unreal, yeah. the animation. Yeah. So yeah. that was my list in no particular order. All right. Me, ne- sure. me next? Okay. So my list, my number one was uh, Atlantis, which I already talked about. Mm-hmm. My number two was Princess Mononoke, which I already talked about. Yep. <laughs> my number three was Tokyo Godfathers, which I think would be – that's all live action. Yeah. That's, that's basically should have been live action from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But um, that would be like a really cool – because it's basically three men and a baby in um, Tokyo, Tokyo on Christmas on Christmas with homeless people. Yes, and um, I think that would be really cool. You could get a really cool like um, farcical feel to it, but it also has like really deep themes oh to God. it. That movie and hits you in the stomach. oh yeah, it. But it's funny, and then it immediately is just like you're gonna cry. And I think that the themes would. Be a little more uh, visceral. Yeah, I, I keep using that word visceral. It's a good um, word. With a live action actors, and I think it would just the themes would hit home a little more um, in live action. Um, and then my next one, I had three in a row that were in j- anime, Japanese yeah. anime. Uh, anime. Akira, which actually oh. is technically in development, but it's, it's been in development. It's hell been forever. in development basically since it came out, uh, <laughs> but. Um, it was the rights were bought by Warner Brothers in 2002, and they've been it's been in development hell. Since Keanu then. Reeves was attached to it. At yeah, one point. he was. Um, but I would love to see that one. Is I think one that everyone wants to see at this point yeah. because where we stand with where we stand with animation um, in our live action movies now, mm-hmm. I think the 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 crazy stuff that happens at the end of that movie oh, yeah. would look so cool. That would be awesome. Um, and I then, just recently rewatched yeah. the Bio Baby stuff on YouTube just because I, I love that animation <laughs> in that yeah. section. Anyways. Uh, and then my number five was Shrek, which we talked about. And then Aladdin. And then my number seven is Mulan. 
My number eight's The Sword in the Stone, and my number nine's Brave. Okay. So we talked about a lot yeah. on that list. We got through most of mine as well. I think I only have one that we haven't talked about at this point, or a couple. So mine in descending order. Oh, nice. Ten, Shrek, which we talked about. Nine, Fern Gully, which um, Tiffany touched mm-hmm. on very briefly. Not I think, I, yeah, it's, it's a, I think that, that movie would be a lot of fun to see in live action. Uh, the, the the pixies and the sprites and everything like that. Yeah. It would be really neat. Yeah. And uh, like all that on like... The, you could just um, like Honey We Shrunk the Kids style sets, yep. like these giant pe- like small people in giant uh, forest. That'd be cool. Uh, number eight, The Incredibles. It should be the live action Fantastic Four movie that we haven't that we gotten. Deserve. <laughs> uh, number seven, The Jetsons Meet the Flintstones. How did That's the my- Jetsons Meet the Flintstones beat out Incredibles? I- that's, um, a very, that's a very good question. I that's think a very that's, good that's question. More of his heart. Okay. Yeah. Right. Heart and also, it was that it's really like the last five are just, just kind okay. of um, shifty. Sorry. Um, that is because I want to see something classic on there, and I really wanted to get like um, uh, rescue rangers or yep. like ducktails yep. on there, but those are all people are all uh, animals. Animals. animals so yeah, I, I didn't continue. want to deal with that. Yeah. Um, number six, Spirited Away, which we have talked about. Number five, Sword in the Stone, which we've talked about. Number four. Disney's Hercules. Oh, that would uh, be great. That would be awesome. Uh, you get stick Danny DeVito in there as Phil right now. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, awesome. And like, I think that that movie would lend itself to a really fun God of War style at oh, the yeah. end, mm-hmm. like him fighting the Titans. That would be so awesome. And like, it would be a great ramp up. She like, you start like with this little farmer guy doing stuff, and then he ends fighting giant Titans. Yep. I think that the imagery in that movie would be fantastic. Number three, Iron Giant. Number two, Aladdin, and my number one was Rescuers Down Under. That's so fun. that was a really fun conversation. It was. I, I agree. That, that, that yeah. worked out really good. And I think we, yeah, we definitely worked out really well. We got we repeated a lot, but that that's kind of what the segment was about. Talk mainly yeah. talking about you know why we think some animated yeah. movies would look cool live action. Yeah. And, so what did you, the listener, think of that? Let us know. Um, we have an email address. It is uh, nonsensicalramblingspodcast at gmail.com. No refunds podcast. No refunds podcast. Oh, sh- yeah. shoot. It is. <laughs> no refunds podcast. I'm sorry. Do, do you want to try that again? No, I'm good. <laughs> no refund. Thank you for correcting me. No refunds podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you have any suggestions for stuff you want us to talk about. And we're on know. Facebook, too. And we're on Facebook. Um, no refunds podcast. Uh, give us a like. Check us out. Yeah. We don't post a whole lot, but it's really yeah. we only post in what the show is. Yeah. Well, I want to try starting posting things a little bit more. Yeah. Um, uh, send us uh, some ideas for stuff on, that you want for the show. Actually, someone reached out to us recently, and uh, I have an idea for the next show that I want to cool. do. It's going to involve watching a couple of YouTube short videos. Nice. Oh, cool. oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, awesome. So that, that'll be fun. Um, like I said, any suggestions, let us know. Any uh, comments uh, about our quality? Critique. Or, uh, yeah, comments, critiques, let us know. We're always interested in hearing your feedback. Um, so thanks for listening and, uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. 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 See you later.